This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined once again by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? What up? Yeah, what, how how it go? what it do? what it do? Yeah, I don't know. How was your week? I don't know either. You doing all right? It, it, doing all right. A little uh, a little ups and downs. I lost to you in fantasy football, which was like an absolute suck fest for both of us. It was a crap bag game. It was low scoring. Nobody's feeling good about that win. No. It's just, but that's just how it goes. We're, we're primed for playoff positioning, though, and that's really all that matters. Yep. Now all my big do- all my big dogs are out of their bye week. So yeah. All right. Good there. All right. So we get to the news of the week. Let's hit it. This week in the yeah. All right, Ryan. Let's start this way. We don't always go through all the different TV shows that we're watching, and you know, a lot of these episodes are dedicated to one show, or they're dedicated to one movie, or, or one video game, or whatever else it is. But what are some of the shows right now? that are your must-watch shows of the week? Must-watch shows of the week. So uh, this one, I think I mentioned it on the podcast once. Um, it's a Netflix show uh, called Big Mouth, which is done by uh, uh, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney and, uh, and a cast of characters. But um, it's actually really funny, and it, it's, gotten, um, it's gotten some legs. I think people are starting – they didn't know about it to start, but they're just starting to pick up on it now. So it's one of those ones that um, is kind of picking up. And after Stranger Things, we hit a bit of a lull. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, I picked, I picked, I watched a couple episodes of that, and then Stranger Things came, and then I was all over that, and then so I back into Big Mouth now. So I would say that's the one I'm kind of watching right now for sure. Yeah, for me, there's you know, The Walking Dead. I think has actually gotten better. There's been three episodes. I'm not telling you to go back and watch all the seasons and catch up, but I think at least this season has been a pretty good start. There's a lot of kind of wars going on, a lot of shooting with machine guns and, and zombie deaths and people deaths. There's, there, so there's activity. Like usually when you're watching The Walking Dead, after the episode's over, you're like, what happened? You're like, nothing. But this has actually been pretty good. Uh, Last Man on Earth is really good with Will Forte. South Park. Uh, I, I'm still dipping into Arrow and The Flash, but they're kind of losing. Every once in a while, there's something good. In fact, one of the ep- early episodes of The Arrow, uh, Oliver Queen referenced Bruce Wayne. So I thought, I'm like, that's interesting. Um, the sh- yeah, that was good. The other show I was watching, too, is uh, I know a lot of people don't watch Viceland, but I do. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, there's a show called Epically Latered, which which mm. I find fascinating, which is basically this documentary guy goes around and he um, – any skateboarder that you knew from, like, the 90s. Yes. Um, he goes and, like, catches up with them and sees, like, what they're up to now. Like your Bucky um, Lassick or your Bob Burnquist. Well, I, I, funny you mention that because the very first person, the very first episode of the season was uh, Bear Margera. Okay. How's he and doing? I'm guessing not great. Not in a good way. No. Right um, and this episode three was actually the best of them. It was Spike Jones, who oh, okay. took, like, yeah. like, the skateboard videos he made up until like being like a, a Academy Award winning director. So it's actually a really cool show. I was watching a lot of uh, 
old Howard Stern interviews on YouTube, and there's a few with Bam Margera and his buddy Brandon Novak. Yeah. Uh, you got to be in the right headspace to watch some of those. That is- <laughs> well, it's funny because Novak is on his way up. Like He's like a motivational speaker, and he works with you – know, yeah, He's, you know, he's done with heroin. Up. He was a big heroin guy. Yeah, he even tattooed it on his stomach. He no. sure did. Yeah, he was like – there was an episode of Stern where for like 50 bucks, he like licked some guy's taint just like on the show. And you're like, come on, man. And then like Bam and him are just like laughing about it. And they're both, you can tell, like, I don't even think they're hung over. They're like still drunk from like the night before type right. of thing. And it was just kind of, I'm like, I, I love Viva La Bam. I love Jackass. I like that, like CKY. But some of those things, you're like, okay, now nah, it's a little too much. Like, no, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. kind of out on that. But Once you get past like 35, it's just sad. Yeah, you're like, all right, dude, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Curb Your Enthusiasm is on too. So I've been watching the, the hell yeah. out of that. How about this news? This is big-time dork news right here, Ryan. Fox may end up selling to Disney. And what does that mean? Well, what that means is right now uh, Marvel is sort of split. They have properties with Disney, which is your MCU. Then they have properties with Fox, which is your X-Men, your Fantastic Four, your Deadpool. And so this would bring the two together. And this could open up the doors for all kinds of things. Like you could actually get – the real Infinity War, like from the comic, you could get Avengers versus X-Men, which was not a particularly great comic, but the idea that you have all these characters under one roof would be pretty incredible. Although, I think maybe one bit of, uh, I, I saw Goo tweeting about this, and this is one of my thoughts as well. While everybody's all hot and bothered about, oh my God, you get everybody together, this is amazing. You look at what Marvel is doing, right, or uh, what what the MCU is doing. Like a lot of fun movies. One we're going to get to in a few minutes in Thor Ragnarok. Then you look at Fox. Fox has had some big misses, Rye, but they've also had yeah. Logan and Deadpool. Yeah, so like the highs are really high, and then the lows are like super super. They're low. such trash, but they're so different. Like the MCU movies, some are funnier than others, and some are whatever, but they're all PG thirteen. The Fox, yeah. like Logan and Deadpool, are a different kind of thing and i don't know if they would would that happen under the disney umbrella i don't think so i, I honestly don't think so i think you're you're gonna get straight pg-13 at best i don't think he's gonna go for like a hard r movie like a logan or a deadpool i know? don't love that so if this happens before deadpool 2 or although maybe they're already filming that so maybe that'll gotta be already done right that'll be fine but down the road not that you needed a sequel to Logan, I don't. But but you know what I mean. Just those ideas. Like I, I really like those movies as well. So on the one hand, you're like, oh good, they can save the Fantastic Four. Like they won't be a shit property anymore. Like they'll be really good. And like that's one that should be PG thirteen and should be like a like a whatever. But some of these darker ones that they could tell, uh, we may lose that. We may we may miss out on that. Or you're gonna have to go to DC for all your all your dark comics. Oh, how you how about you roll out Civil War two? Yes, you could, which it was go. not met with as much fanfare as Civil War One. No, I wouldn't imagine. How about this one, Ryan? Uh, your guy Lou Diamond Phillips, he was arrested for DUI. This is my favorite part of the the story. <laughs> after asking police for directions to what? What was he asking the directions? I don't know, but wouldn't isn't it a dead giveaway? If somebody is asking somebody for directions in 2017, they're probably drunk or high or something. Oh yeah, there's the, yeah, there's something going on there. If you if you can't pull out your phone and Google Map it, you can't Google Map it. You can't Waze it. You don't have a uh, like a GPS uh, navigational device in the car. I'm guessing Lou Diamond Phillips 
has some sort of like a like a nice Garmin. He doesn't have something going on in there. <laughs> He's got he has <laughs> suction cups to his dash. <laughs> so yeah, this guy's eh, he might he might be rocking the Garmin. We don't know. You never know. So here's a uh, news that uh, is not great. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. One of our favorite shows will be leaving Netflix on December 8th. So if you're like me, who every once in a while when nothing's on, you just sort of pop on an old It's Always Sunny episode on Netflix, they're gone on December 8th. So if you want to binge watch it or just watch all your favorite episodes between now and then, I would recommend you do so. Or what you can do, here's some good news, Richard. I love good news. Here's what I heard. So I looked into this because, like you, I was very upset about this. Yeah. Apparently, Fox sold all the rights to their shows to Hulu. So if you stream Hulu, Hulu. all of the Fox shows are going to Hulu. Hulu's all of a sudden got got something going. I, I kind of dismissed Hulu back in the day, but Hulu now seems like a legit thing. Yeah, so it's more geared towards TV, and I don't think they put out a lot of their own stuff as much as Netflix does. No, um, no. All the network stuff is moving over there. So I, I think anything Fox is going exclusively to Hulu. So all right. Hulu account, you can still watch it. Hulu it up then. Uh, other TV news, Westworld Season 2 uh, will premiere in the spring of 2018, also known as Next Spring. Right, and this got pushed back. Did someone? They didn't say who it was, but someone like fell off a horse. and like. Yeah, somebody got really hurt. Yeah, one of the actors, I think. I forget who it was. They got really hurt. Stuntman. It was like an actual actor. This show, mm, now this might be a bold flavor here, Ryan, but this show, Sneaky Sucked. Ooh. What do you think? Of a hot take. No, I know. And, and maybe that's probably not what I said when we did the episode, uh, but we did season one of Westworld uh, deep in the archives there, and I really liked it early. It was one of those shows where I think the pilot was the best episode. You know, it's one of those things where, like, I really I liked it a lot, but I I was I found myself justifying why I liked it to some people. <laughs> yeah, that's you the thing I mean? you have to keep like you have to like defend it so bad. Yeah, they're like, why? I'm like, well, you know, and I had to like explain like if you tell yeah. somebody you like Stranger Things, you tell somebody you like Game of Thrones, they're like, okay, you know, if if you have right. to, like right, I like Westworld, and they're like, how come? I'm like, well, well <laughs> you see. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Just I, I like it, okay? I like, the, I like it just yeah. fine. This is also one um, – my wife and I don't watch a ton of shows together, like the ones that I like. She has no interest in and vice versa. Right. But this is one that we were, we were both watching, and she – before I did, she kind of turned on it first, so I think I kind of planted the seeds in my head. I'm like, yeah, maybe you're right. Like, maybe this isn't. And it was probably the same thing that you were dealing with, where I'm like, all right, time for Westworld, and she's like, why? And I'm like, well, I don't know, because it's on, and we because we're in it. We need don't you, don't you want to see what happens? She's like, I don't care. She's like, I I don't like any of the characters. I'm like, yeah. well, most of them suck. So, all right, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give season two a, a shot. I'm gonna see how that you're goes. Gonna give, you're gonna give Cowboy McPoyle another go. I of course I am. Of course I am. Uh, the other thing, Ryan, this is a comic news. Uh, this would be in uh, for what? What did you want to call Uncle Buck? Comic Buck? Com- comic, comic book Buck, Buck guy? <laughs> oh, comic Buck guy. Yeah. Who will be joining me at uh, Rhode Island Comic Con this weekend? But uh, this would be right up his alley. Brian Michael Bendis, who I know you've certainly read as well as I have. You know Jessica Jones. He did uh, the Miles Morales Spider Man run. Was Brian Michael Bendis? Uh, he's had some other things as well, but he is leaving Marvel for DC, which is wow. pretty interesting. That's a good get by by DC. So we'll see what he ends up. I don't know what property he's been assigned to or anything like that, but yeah, I'm sure he could jump in on one of the rebirth things and, and go from there. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, they're hiring some talent now to kind of rework some things. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Are you ready for the next portion of the program? 
Kinda. It's time for Davey's Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, now you were kind of uh, maybe not as sold on this, but I'm, I'm curious <laughs> to hear what you have. Well, I got a couple couple new releases that I didn't actually get to talk about last week. Uh, Wolfenstein, the new Wolfenstein came out, and that's getting rave reviews. Another game that's getting rave reviews right now is Super Mario, Super Mario Odyssey, which I guess is really cool, and it's got some, you know, it's got that Nintendo 64 vibe to it, just way more wide open, which is cool um, if you're a Switch person. Yeah. And the other yep. big Switch news is they're actually bringing, like, hard M games, like Doom is now on the Switch. Ooh. Cool. So, like, it's like not, yeah, we're going a little bit more mature with it. You know, we're not. It's still got its kitty games, but we're starting to get a little blood and gore, which is nice. Like um, that, yep. But you know, we I got last week I kind of got hammered with video games, and I like I'm I'm playing three games simultaneously right now, as I mentioned on the last one. That's tough so for me to do. I I can't. Uh, a better man can do it than than I. Actually, four. So I got oh, NHL 18, uh, South Park, Fractured but Whole, uh, Assassin's Creed, and the WWE game, which I'm still playing. The Party Boys. I can't even get out of the goddamn creative player screen. Like I'm, I'm not. Ha- I, I see, I see my dude like walking around. I'm like, nah, I gotta fix something. And then like I, I don't like his his strikes, so I gotta go back and fix those. You know what I mean? So it's just it's too much. It's just too much. Yeah, no, it's much too much. There's there's a lot you can really uh, sink your teeth into there. And then I've been doing having some NXT fights. You know, mixing in some promo. I've been cutting some ill promos in the ring. Do you go angry or do you go like soft? I go like the. The um, you know, nobody like the Daniel Bryan, like nobody, you know. I I, like I'm always counted out, you know. I kind of have gone full heel most of the time. Like this oh, crowd sucks, you guys all suck. <laughs> like I'm gonna piss on you and you know, vis a vis, you suck, that kind of thing. How are we supposed to run a successful tag team if I'm if I'm going all face and you're all heel? Well, so what needs to happen is right right now we're, we've started as singles competitors in NXT, and then yeah. what, what we're gonna do is we're gonna find each other. And one is going to have to turn to whatever's more successful at the time. We're gonna we're gonna pull the black card. Depending on one, what one. depending on what the storyline is at the time, maybe I can become a good guy. Maybe you can become a bad guy. And then at that point, then we have like a year or two run as a heel or a face, and then we switch. Then we we just yep. we keep staying fresh. We change our outfits. We look a little bit different. That people aren't going to know what hit them with that kind of thing. We might go have a goth phase. You know, we, we don't could. Know. We could yeah. we, we could absolutely have a goth phase, but that's all I got. So that's kind of under a minute. I like it. It's been, Good stuff. It's been a tough week for me, video game. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. You're 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 swamped right now, but you're keeping yeah. us abreast of all of the uh, the new video games out there. Let's get on to the topic du jour, Ryan. And I, what what is that, my friend? Well, that's the topic of the day, and today it is the latest film in the MCU, Thor Ragnarok. This is the seventeenth movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's crazy. And we're going to begin, as we always do, spoiler-free. We're going to start this bad boy spoiler-free. And I ask you, Ryan, like I do with every movie and with every TV show, did you like it? I did. Very much so. Yeah, me too. I also yeah. I also liked it. Now, this movie has been, uh, I, I haven't looked recently, but it was like in the mid-90s on Rotten Tomatoes, both fan and critic. People are loving this movie. And one thing, one of the taglines that they say, you know, one of the quotes, one of the pull quotes on there is the funniest Marvel movie ever. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. See, really? I thought Guardians was yeah. still funnier, but you like this uh, comedy more. I, I do. Okay. And, and I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. But well, maybe when we get into spoilers. Into spoilers. Okay. But yeah. for sure, it's, it's in the top two then for, for comedy. Like, I, I laughed a good amount. I thought it was really funny. They did a good job. 
taking these characters who are so ridiculous. Like some of them are more grounded. You know, even in the MCU, you have, you have a character like Hawkeye who is just a, yep. a bow and arrow guy, and then you have Thor who's a Norse god, and you have Hulk who can just do Hulk things. They're they're on Asgard. Like it's so crazy. And I like how, you know, they they did take the template from Guardians. Like Guardians is out there on all these, you know, made up planets doing all these different things. They got people with green skin, keep people with blue skin, purple skin, and they make it light. They made it funny. And they did the same thing here, you know, with all the crazy characters like Korg, who we'll get into. Yep. Like they did a really good job. And we've talked about this. I think this might have even been a pick of the podcast from you uh, like a couple years ago was Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. Yeah. And so what they did is they combined a lot of that good stuff and then gave you Thor. So Thor's the title character, but a lot of the best stuff was actually pulled from a Hulk comic book. Right. What did you think of the action in this? I was I wanted more action. Is that weird? Is that weird to say? No, I think a lot of people want more action at times. I think yeah, they're, they're was, But I will say and maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but again without giving anything away, so Thor has had three of his own movies, plus he's been in a couple of Avengers movies. Didn't you think he had some of the best Thor moments in this one? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, you actually saw him go like full Raiden on this one? Yes. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like, electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good cuz you didn't you saw a lot of hammer, you saw a lot of Mjolnir, you didn't see a lot of uh lightning, which is Yes. Give me the lightning. Oh, the lightning this time. I'm going to ride the lightning well, if you don't yeah. mind me saying. Yeah. Um there was times there was like a um I, th- I thought the humor kept it afloat pretty well, but there were times like it kind of dragged a little bit, and I kind of wanted some pop. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe like one more action. Like I didn't want the movie to be any longer. I think it was it was fine. Like I, I was never like, oh my god, this is too long. But I, but at the same time, maybe you replace sort of a uh, like a dialogue scene with a little bit more action, a little more yeah, sweet right. heat. Right. Or sweet heat. I like that. Now, okay. Well, I'll save it. I'll try to put a pin in it, and I'll, I'll get back to it. The overall story, though, Ryan, with the you know who the villain ended up being. I guess we knew who the villain was. We knew it was Hela going in, right? So, sort of her arc. And I, I'll tell you what, we we crap on Marvel villains a lot. I really enjoyed Hela. I thought Hela was. I thought Hela was Hela good. That Kate Blanchett can get it in that bodysuit. Oh my Dang. god! Like, thank you for saying that. I was yeah. watching this, and I'm like, I knew it was Kate Blanchett. I am not a huge Kate Blanchett fan. She's actually. Somebody I don't even have an opinion of. Like, it's very rare to not have an opinion of somebody. But Kate Blanchett, like, do you like her? No. Do you hate her? No. Like, it just that's how I felt going in. Yep. The combination of her bodysuit and her eye makeup, I was fully aroused. Smoky. Holy shit, bird. That yeah. was, wasn't that incredible? She was hot as fuck in that. Yep. Man, I had to, I had to cool off. That was I, I didn't see that coming. I really didn't. I never I never would have thought of Kate Blanchett as somebody I'd want to steal a smooch from. Oh boy! But man, alive! She popped. She popped. She still might be a, a second to Gamora as far as in the MCU. Anybody I could steal a smooch from, probably second to Gamora. But goddamn, is she close? <laughs> goddamn, is she close? I'm glad we're on the same page there for sure. But the overall story ride, did you? How did you think that was? Like, I guess, like the plot of the movie. Did you? It was basically, it basically was two stories, like in, yes. in one, like you said. And I much more enjoyed the Planet Hulk, uh, World War, uh, the Planet Hulk side of it than I did the uh, Ragnarok side of it. Yes, I um, I agree with that too. That was much more interesting to me. But I do um, think it was a really smart choice because if it, if the movie was just one of either one. 
Like if if the if the movie was just Ragnarok, then it would have been Thor: The Dark World two. Right. But it, and then if it was ju- although maybe Planet Hulk they could have done, but I think we would have gotten a little bit bored of that. Like he needed a little bit of both. And what the thing was is like I think with Planet Hulk, I think the Marvel Studios finally decided that like we're never going to make a Planet Hulk movie. No, they're not going to make a, a standalone Hulk ever again. It doesn't seem like. Yeah. So like. But that story is too good to not tell. Right, so let's use this now. That's exactly. a good call. Did you – now, without question, it's the best Thor, right? Like, that's not even debatable. Oh, it's not even close. Okay. It's not even close. Now, where does it – now, you don't have to pinpoint the exact number, but where does this fall for you within the MCU? As I mentioned before, there's 17 MCU movies. I feel like the top three or four for a lot of people are kind of locked in. The bottom three or four are kind of locked in. Yeah. And then you get some good debate, say, anywhere between 5 and, and 10, 12. Well, five, well, and, 5 and 8, maybe. Well, let's, let's, work in, let's work in tiers. So, like, you say it's 17 movies, so we'll make four, right? We'll make four tiers, like, of, of four, basically, right? And one of five. Yes. I think this lands in, like, the second tier. I, I think so, too. Just off the top of my head, I wrote this down. I, I don't know what the hell I did with it. Maybe I ate it. I don't know. But I would have, like, it's some order. Everybody can sort of pick their own favorites. But, like, Guardians... One Avengers, uh, Civil War, Winter Soldier, the first Iron Man, like those are probably on yeah. everybody's like top five. Maybe that's the top tier. Like that's eight. I would put it. I would put it in with like Guardians two, um, Spider Man. Yeah, like Homecoming. Like it's in that in that realm. Yeah, like Ant Man, Doctor Strange, and again, it's above and below Strange, some of those. Homecoming, like in there. Yeah, like the. Re- the recent kind of standalone. I know this isn't a. This is like a trilogy, if you will, but it's also not like. Like, how much did you remember of Dark World, or how much did you remember from the first Thor, and did it matter for this? Well, that's the thing. Like, they they mentioned things that had gone on in the Dark World. Yeah, that like so much time has passed since they had the last Thor standalone. No, I know this I is. For, I forgot. This is well, more because again, these guys weren't in Civil War, and you, and you know why they were doing this. Right. But this is basically like a like the sequel to Ultron for these two characters, like for these two Avengers. Right. So that was pretty good. All right, before we get into spoilers, because I guess that'd be the easiest thing to do, Dork Score, hashtag Dork Score, one through six, where do you land with this? I'm going to land on a five with this one. I like a hard five as well. Hard five. Like there's room for improvement. Like it's not the greatest movie ever, but like a four or a four and a half would just feel too low. Like it was more enjoyable than that. So let's lock it in as a five. Uh, and then, again, most of you have probably already seen this, but if you're j- still hanging on for the spoiler-free, like most Marvel movies, a couple of end credit scenes, not as many as Guardians 2, but there's a mid-credit scene, and then there's an end-end credit scene. So strap in for both of those. Are we ready for spoilers, Ryan? Let's hit it. Spoilers! 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 So that's gonna let everybody know. Right. That's gonna let everybody know that there's spoilers. Yeah. So you know, if you haven't seen the film, maybe come back. Come back later. Thanks for the download. Come back later. Yeah. All right. Here we go, Ryan. So basically, Ragnarok is just the demise of Asgard. Like it's a like a prophecy that Asgard is gonna be destroyed uh, by that big asshole. He's gonna take it down, and that's like they, they've all sort of known about Ragnarok for a while. Yes, and that's it's, it is a large part of the Asgardian Norse mythology lore. Yes, like they're just waiting yeah. for this thing to happen, and how can you how can you avoid it? Uh, 
this is basically how I think the movie boils down. Basically, Odin ends up dying. The you know Anthony Hopkins, the father of Thor and Loki, and Hela. Now Hela gets a lot more power because Odin has died, and that would lead you to believe that Loki and Thor also get more power because of this. Yeah, Thor ends up going to Sakaar, where he finds Hulk. This is after Valkyrie, who we're introduced to, uh, sells him there. We also find out that Valkyrie hails from Asgard, and she's been now like a, not a bounty hunter, but she basically just like sells these guys to the Grandmaster. She's like cooler Rey from Star Wars. She's like a scavenger. She's like a junkard. Yeah. A scavenger. Yeah, she's a cooler, hipper Rey. Yeah. So then the three of them, and then kind of team up with Loki, they escape from the Grandmaster. They go back to Asgard in an attempt to save the people from both Hela, and then ultimately they turn. Uh, what the hell's the guy? I forget the guy's name now. But they basically create Ragnarok so Hela can deal with that, and they can save all the people from Asgard because, as Odin told them, Asgard is not a place; it's a people. Yeah. Right. So that's what we're dealing with here. That that sort of sums it up. And as Davey said, it kind of splits it up into two movies. But it worked out pretty well. What did you think of the Doctor Strange? Not even a cameo. Like he had, he had a decent role in it. A bit role, yeah. He had a I bit think role. It was nice to bring him back. I think it was more of just a hey, remember this guy kind of thing. Like tying it into more of the characters, and I think also because Doctor Strange is going to be playing a bigger part in Infinity War. What you do here is Civil War was such a great movie, and it had like fifteen characters in it, but it did not have Strange, Hulk, or Thor. So it sort of groups them together. And it also, because at first, after the movie was over, I'm like, did they really even need Doctor Strange? But it also kind of gave you an idea of what he's up to and who, like, this was also in the, the post-credits of Doctor Strange, a lot of this scene right. was. Right, like the first, like, two minutes of it was. And I, I would say, like, you hit the nail on the head. So it's not, that was not as much to forward the plot of this movie, but I think what it did is it saved them some exposition time in infinity war where we don't have to explain now what like what steven strange has been doing since his own movie and how good he is like he's really yeah. proficient in his shit now he can make those gold circles like nobody else can yeah he had a hard time to begin with but he's he's pretty quick at it now he's quick at it and he can move guy like loki tries to attack him and he's like boom here go to norway right so he's yeah. like he's opening portal doors so it does allow you to do a lot of things and rather than having thor and loki spend 20 minutes looking for odin you know they can just go to dr strange and he's like oh here's your dad boom so like yeah and it was cool for them it was like a it was like almost like if you weren't paying attention it was kind of a throwaway line where he thor is like well how do you know and he's like well i've been this is what i've been doing i've been looking to see where people are and what they're up to like he's yeah. watching everybody yeah oh absolutely so and so it's good to know that he's he's doing that you know right and so he so dr strange is is thrown into into that then he's gone and we don't we don't see him anymore uh, and I would say the last, yeah, the last thing about it, it wasn't necessary, but it was kind of important. I liked it. Yeah, I, I, de- I definitely didn't ma- mind it, and that's what's really helped some of these, these movies. Like a character that that necessarily maybe doesn't have a good standalone. Like Thor one, I'm like, eh. And Thor: The Dark World was even worse. But when you combined Hulk for so much Hulk, and then you combined you know Doctor Strange for a little bit, it definitely helps. What did you make of? And we're gonna kind of jump around here, I think. But what did you make of Hulk? Staying in the Hulk form for so long and talking and sort of his attitude because at first I didn't love it. I'll be honest. Yeah, I didn't love it to start, but then it got the more I saw of it, the better, the more comfortable I got. It got better. I think it grew on me. Yeah, it it grew on me because we hadn't really seen that right. Like we we'd seen him as Hulk and he was non like pretty much nonverbal. 
Yeah. And he would just smash stuff, and then Scarlett Johansson would have to tell him that, you know, the sun's getting low. Like, that's all we had really seen from Hulk. And, and I thought that was funny that, like, Thor was actually trying to do that. He like, kept trying to do that. It was hysterical. He was like, stop. One of my favorite scenes. Now, some of the comedy was in the trailer, but one of my one was like, when Mark Ruffalo, like, comes to, and he's wearing uh, Tony Stark's clothes, which is a great little treat, too. But yeah. he's like, what happened? And Thor's like, oh, like we got into a fight. And he's like, who won? He's like, I did. I, I won. And he's like, that, that doesn't sound right. He's like, oh, I did. I did. Trust me. I did. Um, the other thing, the only thing that bothered me with that though is like he says, you know, if I if I change into Hulk, like I'm not, I'm not, I might not come back as Banner. And then he does, and then he changes back into Hulk at the end of the movie. And then are we like, okay, is is he done being Banner? Are we never going to see Banner again? Like they never bring it up again. No, I know. Like that's one of those tricky things with with Hulk. Like if you want to use that as sort of a plot point for him, then okay, then how many more times can he can he do this? But I like I like the idea that the more he turns into the Hulk, the more of him kind of slips away. I like that too. I also like the idea that he gets sort of more verbal. It's almost like the more time he's being Hulk is the more time like he's like learning like what's going on, so he can actually like talk and like understand you a little bit. And maybe it paves the way for a gray and a red Hulk. I think we. I mean, we know Red Hulk is in this universe, right? Isn't that Thunderbolt Ross? And a lot of the comics ends up being Red Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be pretty bad. You get a whole Hulk goddamn movie again, but I don't know if they want to if they want to do that. But also the one scene where he jumps out of the plane like before Valkyrie knew who he was. Yeah. He jumps out of the plane, turns into Hulk, but he has shorts on. He, he wasn't wearing shorts. The shorts wouldn't have grown that big. <laughs> no, and then Tony Stark he was complaining about Tony Stark's pants being tight anyway. Right. So I'm, you know. I'm not buying that. A couple of other cameos, but besides Doctor Strange, like you got the Black Widow recording from Ultron. Like that was good to see. That kind of that got Hulk to 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 cool the the f off a little bit. Yep. Uh, Stan Lee, who's in all these movies, he had a nice role uh, cutting Thor's hair. Why Why did Thor need to get a haircut? Uh I don't know. Because what's weird is they 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 took his eye out, which there's some uh, versions of the comic where Thor doesn't have a like he's missing an eye so they took yeah. that out but then they took away like the signature hair so i was like well, what are we doing here i didn't really doesn't really matter either way like it didn't affect anything no it didn't affect anything and i think it was just you know i don't know just to give a new look you know just spice it up a little bit you know this ain't your mama's hulk what did you, know? you how about thor sorry no this ain't your that's, you're right this ain't your mama's thor how about the uh, matt damon sam neil luke hemsworth cameos this was amazing because like i had no idea that this was in the movie i had and, no clue I'm sitting there, I'm looking at Loki, who's like the person who's playing Loki in this play. I'm like, Jesus, that guy looks like Matt Damon. And then I went from like, is that Matt Damon? That's Matt Damon. And then I'm looking at like, okay, this is like some sort of like inside joke. I'm like, holy shit, that's Matt Damon. And then I look and you see Sam Neill and you see uh, Liam Hemsworth or Luke Hemsworth. Luke, it's it's Luke. It's the other brother. The (laughs) older brother. The shorter brother. Who was actually in Westworld, by the way. In Westworld. Tie-in. What a way to put a ribbon on that. Nice. Yeah. But I he, thought that was really clever, and you know the story that I, um, it was Hemsworth. Was it uh, Chris Hemsworth? Was like, oh, am I? He said to Taika Waititi, he's like, oh yeah, I can get my buddy Matt to come play Loki, and he's like, Matt who? And he's <laughs> like Matt. Da- he's like Matt Damon. I'll give him a call. He's like, oh yeah, you go ahead, you call him. And he and did then it. Then two days later, he was there. I probably should have known something was up because on an episode where Hemsworth was on with Jimmy Kimmel, 
like Matt Damon kind of like crashed it and like had something to say, you had like a video, something. I don't, I didn't even watch it, but I just saw like the headline of it. And I know Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon are really good friends, so I was like, well, maybe that's what it. But I'm like, he's not in the movie, so why would he be like co-promoting the movie? And and there he was. How stupid am I? Yeah, just uh, you. No, but that was that was pretty good. And, I, and going back to the like, did you need to see? Any of the other, like they, they obviously talk about other movies, but this one also kind of stands alone, which is weird for a movie that is the third in a Thor series and the 17th in the MCU. If you just watch this, hypothetically, again, no, no dork is doing that, but if this is the only movie you watch, you'd probably enjoy the hell out of it. And really, there'd be a couple of scenes where you might look over and be like, who are they talking about? Or like, what, what is that from? But you, it, would, it would stand up on its own, I believe. And the one that jumps out at me is the one where you see uh, Black Widow, uh, Scarlett Johansson pop up on the screen, and he turns back into Bruce Banner, and you're like, if you hadn't seen any, you'd be like, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like he keeps saying, the sun's getting real low, the sun's getting real low. You'd be like, why does he keep saying? Yeah, what's you know, the... Like you wouldn't, yeah. I'd love to, when they were explaining away, like where they've been for two years, how Thor was like, yeah, you know, I've been out there looking for Infinity Stones. I didn't find any. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, you're like, I haven't that, found a one. That's, per- that's perfect. Uh so this is another thing that jumped out was the the teams that were sort of assembled. So you get Thor, Hulk, Loki, Valkyrie, uh, Heimdall, played by uh, Idris Elba, and Korg. And then Thor calls them the Revengers, which is great. I think that's also from the comics or one of the comics. Don't forget too. Meek. Don't forget Meek. And Meek, which was a great joke at the end. Yeah. But when we talk about extra fight scenes that they could have had, Maybe you get one more I don't know how you do it though. Like would you would you want one more sort of gladiator match? Kind of. Like I wanted to see like Meek like Meek or Korg, you know, go at it. You know what I mean? I think it would have been fun, yeah, to see how good those guys were. Now, they obviously wanted the big reveal of Hulk and Thor, but they gave that to you in the trailer. Like, do you think that was a mistake or was that scene so good that that probably helped them get as many people there? Yeah, I don't think it mattered. I, okay. I think even if you knew it was coming, they there were some wrinkles there that they threw at you that you didn't, you know, necessarily you would never see in the trailer. Yeah. You know? Did you think that uh, Valkyrie joined up with the team a little too easy? Uh, a little bit, you know, and it was just kind of like, you know, she was like this drunk and all this stuff, and then she kind of like flipped flipped heel on him and just came anyway. Yeah, like she mean? was like she had nothing to do with him. She sold him away. Had nothing to do with it. But then Loki sort of jogged her memory, and she saw like the Valkyrie, you know, fighting on Asgard and getting, you know, having Hela kill them. Yeah. And so, I mean, maybe that was enough. But it seemed like yeah, she was like hard ass, hard ass, and then she's like, all right, let's go. And you're like, mm. right, all right. But anyway, I like that team a lot. I thought they were really good. And so it led me to ask this question. Best six-person team, I guess, well, six and a half. We'll give you Meek as well. So those six that I just mentioned, and you have to know that you have Thor and Hulk, but you also have Loki who could stab you in the back literally at any second. You have Valkyrie, Heimdall, and Korg. Or the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'll give you Star-Lord, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, Drax, and we'll throw in Mantis, unless I'm missing somebody. Throw in Mantis to make it six. And then the Civil War team split those bad Larrys in half. So you have Captain America, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Ant-Man, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye. And then Iron Man's team of him, War Machine, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Vision, and Black Widow. Which see, I see this. Yeah. When, you, when you propose this idea, here's what I thought. It depends on what I'm doing. Okay, you're trying to win a fight to the death. Straight up street fight. 
street fight, like an airport fight or a uh, gladiator pit. Let's say you're in yeah. that you're in that gladiator pit in uh, in Sakar. Then I'm taking Thor, Hulk, Loki, Valkyrie, Heimdall, Kor- and Korg, and Meek. I'm taking them. I think you have to, right? Like just yeah. Thor and Hulk alone. Now, Vision and Scarlet Witch can make it interesting. You know, like th- how powerful they are and like what they can do. Right. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're probably in trouble. Although, if you have full-grown Groot, you might be in the mix. But oh man, I don't, you get a puncher's chance. You, you do. Know? And and Mantis does nothing unless she touches somebody, so she's not getting t- she's not getting in tight with any of them. No, probably not. Rocket's gonna have to like he's gonna have to cook up some sort of a lot of guns is what he's yeah. gonna need. Yeah, I the Thor Hulk team might be just impossible to do. Like if defeat. I'm going if I'm going espionage, like I'm going covert black ops mission, I'm taking Captain America, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Ant Man, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye. Like that's a no brainer. Oh my god, like, yeah. If you're if you wanna get in and out, you want something, yeah. Like a caper. Like yeah, if I'm going to fuck shit up, I'm taking Star Lord, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, Drax, and Mantis. Right. But if we're in a street fight, we're going. Street you know, fight. We're going a news team fight. I'm taking the first team. Thor. So and so, what's crazy is if they can get on the same page. Like I know in Civil War, half the team hates half the team right now, and it's a bit of a problem. But if all of these guys get on the same page, I mean, this is like twenty-five badasses. Like it's going to be them versus Thanos. And Doctor Strange isn't even on, so throw him in the mix too. He's not even on any of these teams. Or and Adam Warlock, which I don't think we're going to see. I don't know. We well, no, you never know. Maybe not. And maybe I'm missing another character or two. Captain Marvel, like we don't have Captain Marvel either. Yeah, like Thanos is going to have to really wreck some shit there. But sure, those are some good teams. Yeah, I would say Thor and Hulk, just the two of them together. Like that's why Civil War was even somewhat realistic because you're like, if you had one of them, there'd be so much destruction that it would be. Just, just silly. Yeah, it's just too much. It's just goddamn, it's too much. All right, so did you? So this is another thing. So I really enjoyed the movie. I liked it like you did. I thought it was funny. I there's a lot of good jokes in there. Maybe my favorite joke was, well, there's a lot of good ones. But Hulk hitting like that bridge, like at the end, like full go. At, well, Bruce Banner, I should say, not even Hulk, yeah. but Bruce Banner hitting it and making that like splat sound. That got a huge. Yeah. That got a huge laugh in the theater. You know what? You know what's got a huge pop too is like anytime. This was the most Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum has ever been in his life. They he just, Jeff Goldblumed it up. They just never gave him any direction. They just kind of gave him some makeup and be like, just ad lib it, just be you. Yeah. But I thought one of the sneaky funniest parts was like, there's no guns on this ship, and then uh, Valkyrie's like, well, I think this looks like a gun, and she hit like this button. Yeah. And all these fireworks. So I was like, it's my birthday. Yeah, right. Like, I forget, like, the actual melody, but, like, I was dying laughing. Like, I thought that was the funniest thing. That was, like, his orgy, like, his ship. orgy ship. Yeah, his orgy yeah. ship was hysterical. Yeah, I thought that was the. Fu- I thought that was awesome. And, obviously, Korg, anytime Korg said anything, I laughed. Which was uh, right. the director of the movie. Uh, yeah, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, he did the voice there, which was which was tremendous. And I- anytime he said, like, hey, man. Hey, like, yeah. It was so funny in that. So Korg is also a character from Planet Hulk. That was yeah. right out of the comics. I loved right away. Like it really set the tone for the movie was when you had, and again, I forget the goddamn guy's name, but the huge like CGI villain. Yeah. And he has Thor all like chained up and he's explaining to him what he's going to do to him. And first of all, those CGI guys never look great. Like in Wonder Woman when they did it and in all these, like uh, Suicide Squad. It's tough. It just doesn't look right. It's like rock and fire, whatever. But he's explaining to him like how he's gonna, like how Ragnarok's gonna happen, 
and Thor just like he's like, oh, hold on a yeah. second. Like he just like he like the, the momentum kind of like takes him by swinging past him. He's like, wait a second, I want to hear this. Go ahead. All right, now I'm ready. Like yeah. that right away. You're like, okay, this is going to be. They're kind of smiling with you during during this movie. And the thing I thought that was great too is Thor can be kind of like stiff. Like I felt like like he was too. You can't take this. It's ridiculous. Like the idea. It's of so the ridiculous. Is ridiculous. So make it ridiculous. Don't have him be so serious all the time. Like I felt like even in Avengers, which was a great movie, he was like super serious like all the time. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And he has good comedic timing too. Like he's he's pretty funny. Oh, they all did. And like I said, when Korg was talking to him about how he just wanted to start a revolution, but he couldn't get enough pamphlets out. Oh my God, that's good. And his mom and her boyfriend showed up, but he doesn't like the mom's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's he's and the, the joke at the end about Meek. They're like, "And what about Meek?" He's like, "Oh, Meek's dead." Like, <laughs> I stepped he, on him. I stepped on him. I feel so bad, so I've been carrying him around. And every, like the the theater I was watching, everybody literally was like, "Oh!" Like everybody wanted, they're like, "It's so sad." And then he wakes yeah. up, and then so so Meek's gonna be all right. Yeah, thank God. He some new knife hands. And he's asking Meek, he's like, "What do you got there?" He's like, "Those like eggs. Those look like eggs." <laughs> he's like, what do we? Because Meek is just like, it looks like he's got like a ton of nipples. He's just like, yeah, he's awful looking. <laughs> he was, he's a horrible looking creature. Yeah, but uh, a nice guy nonetheless. Now, did you feel like, to me, like even though the, the the way they set things up, like it was going, the movie was going at like a pretty good clip, and then they go, they rescue all the Asgardians, which apparently like two hundred people live on Asgard. Well, I think a lot of them went down. Uh, Hela wiped a lot of them out on the uh, in the fight in the first exchange. She did murder a that was a an bunch. awesome scene, by the way. That was uh, almost almost as good as the Yondu scene in Guardians Two. Oh, that was you no, know, your good point. It is very similar to that. But that my my point that I didn't hit on in spoilers was like like Thor's first move, like when he kills that big CGI monster and like rips the head off and like is is going away and is like slamming his hammer down and is kicking ass. I was yeah. like, he hasn't done anything that cool in any of the movies. I don't think. No. And so that was badass to see, like his, his stuff with the with the hammer, and then that immediately gives Hella like credibility when she just crushes the hammer. You're like, holy fuck! Like they, she, we're not messing around with her. Yeah. So, what if he gets a new hammer? Yeah, he's gonna have to. Didn't he? Well, that what was did, actually Odin's best line too. He's like, "What are you, God of Hammers?" God of Hammers was funny. Even yeah, even he had funny. Everybody was funny in this. Did, Everyone had funny. Did he have like an axe? Am I wrong? Did he get something after a hammer, like in the comics? This is what you, we we wrote in the notes, but we didn't mention it. So Beta Ray Bill has like this weird looking claw hammer that he somehow gets. So Beta Ray Bill, by the way, is the everybody's probably seen him. He looks kind of like a horse, right? Like what is he? Yeah. He's like he's something he's like, like a that. Or mixed with a horse. And what was really badass was in that scene um, in Sakar. Like right near like the gladiator pit, they're they're building like these statues or monuments of all these great yeah. fighters, and so they were currently building one of Hulk because Hulk had become this just dynamic fighter. But if you looked on that little wall, Beta Ray Bill was on there. Yeah, uh, by Beast, he was supposed to be in the movie. He was, and they, and but, they cut him. But this, so I I prefer this. Like I didn't. So you you acknowledge that he exists. You can let your imagination run wild that he was a gladiator badass and killing people, and he could be out there somewhere. Yeah, you might see him later. But you didn't need to put him in there for two minutes, and then people would have been more pissed about him not being used properly. That's how I feel. And just for you, our casual, because we do have some casual fans here that I do want to throw this little nugget out there. The Grandmaster and the Collector are brothers. That's right. Not a lot of people know that. So and it's funny, which is perfect, right, with Jeff Goldblum and Benicio Del Toro. And they have because a similar look, too. Like, they yeah. did a good job and like, what they're kind of into. It makes sense that they are related. 
I think I heard uh, was it Watiti or maybe it was somebody maybe Feige somebody was saying you know there's there's hopes they don't know how they're going to do it yet but they would like them to be in a scene together like oh, get what would, would be pretty cool uh, about like it's like the heat scene with De Niro and Pacino it'd be Goldblum <laughs> and Del Toro in the same room it's like it'd be exactly like Heat yeah who can outweird the other person uh, so By Beast was another character the guy with like the two face yep. he was on there and Ares which is a different Ares from Wonder Woman. Because neither one of them made up Ares, let's face it. <laughs> it's exactly the same character, just right. in different, yeah. But they're like, we're taking it. They're like, you, you, okay, we're no, like Fine. Greek and Roman mythology didn't copyright their shit, apparently. So no, they did not. You can just grab that stuff. And there might have been another character. If you know who it is, uh, at Dork Podcast or dorkpodcast at gmail.com. But I, I actually, I like that idea of um, including those characters so you know that they live within the universe, but you didn't have to waste any time with them. What about the ending? Like, this is what I was tr- trying to get to, was a lot of really good stuff. You knew where it was going. They saved the Asgardians. Then they they got them in a ship, and, like, that's great. Hulk and the whole thing, Loki and whatever. And then they're like, all right, well, how are we going to stop Hela? And they're like, well, this isn't ideal, but a callback. You know, my dad said it's not a place, it's a people, so we'll save the people, and we'll unleash Ragnarok on Asgard. And then so it seemed like Hello was about to have a fight, and then they're like, and the movie's over. And we're done. You know, I, I think, you know, that's left open, you know, for some reason. Maybe she'll be back. Maybe the giant dog will be back. Oh, yeah, the uh, huge wolf thing, which is also in the yeah, comics. Who has a name, and it escapes me. It's going to pop forget. into my mind. I know. It's all right. You know. <laughs> but that is one of those things where it's good because any movie that's like over two hours, there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, wrap it up. Eh, go ahead and wrap it up anytime. So I never really had that sense. I I was actually for the first time in a long time went the other way, and I'm like, and that's it, okay. And we're done. Well, a a college professor I had told me the best way to end a paper is to stop. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And if you look at you know, there's so many. If you have so many loose ends, you get to tie up. Sometimes you're just going to be like cut bait and be like, we're done here instead of like Lord of the Ringsing it, where you have like six endings. Well, and you know what's what true mean? too is like. Okay, so if they showed us the Hela fight, what does it matter? Like, all the guys, like Thor and his and everybody there, has already like they're leaving and they're going to start Asgard in Norway. Like they're going to Earth, it looks like, and that they're going to start over from there. So, what does it really matter? Like all this, it does leave the door open for Hela, who, by the way, very important note here, she is constantly calling herself. Um, what of death? The mistress of death, or the queen of death? Princess of death? Is it like the goddess of death? Goddess uh, of death. Lord of death, yeah. Lord of death, whatever the hell. She's death. And in Infinity Gauntlet, you see Thanos is trying to impress death. Like, Thanos is obsessed with death, and he either gets married to her, he's in love with her, or whatever the hell it is. But I wouldn't be surprised, because we were talking about the firepower that's going to be going up against Thanos. Yes. I wouldn't rule out Thanos teaming up in some way with Hela, would you? No, I would not. Or him trying to impress her. You know? Right, he's gonna see her, and let's face it, we all saw her in that green suit and the eye makeup, and we said, "I get a boner." Yeah. Well, then you say like, death in the Infinity War and the Infinity Gauntlet is just like a skull in like a black robe. It looks like the Grim Reaper. So like, it does. But Thanos loves her, and it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, li- it's like a, death itself, not the goddess of death, but like, just yeah, death. it's just death. But so they could tweak yeah. it, like for this, for this case, and so his whole got, point. By the way, Fenrir. We'll get into Fenrir, oh, the wolf? Yeah. Yeah. 
But so Thanos wants to impress death by wiping out like everybody. Because like what, what more can impress death than like me creating a ton of it? Yeah. And so I don't know if that's Thanos' main motivation here. I mean, he wants to get all the gems. So he's on a hunt for the gems, which we'll get to in the mid credit scene. But he's looking for the gems. Oh, the other thing is we saw Loki go down into Odin's like basement there. And yeah, the cellar. <laughs> pretty much. And so you see the Tesseract, which wouldn't you assume Loki must have took that with him? Yeah, because he, he stops and kind of like looks at it. He kind of looks at it. We know that there's a relationship there, and I assume that's why Thanos is going to be uh, knocking on uh, the door there. Yep. So I assume he took that. They also make reference to the the Infinity Glove, like that that power, like the gauntlet. The gauntlet, yeah. They the power glove. There was like the Nintendo glove. Though there was two of them, and. I don't know if this was done on purpose or what, but like one of them was right-handed, one of them was left-handed, and so with this one, Hella even makes a comment like, "Oh, that's a fake." Yeah, she think it's fake and like hits it off the thing. Yeah, so you know that that's not even anything. So they they dispel that. So people were wondering Which what means, the hell's going on with that. It, it ties into your point that she could be the death in the Infinity War because she would have known that the real one that Thanos has the real one. So they yeah. would have met. Oh, I think she'll be back, and I think it's gonna make this movie look even better like you were saying with dr strange just sort of tying up some things there and then with hella introducing a really formative formidable villain like she might be she's right at the top for me as far as villains good. in in this universe right now she's really good so I, I would love to see her in there again um what else do we got so mid credit scene you got the that big ship filled with Asgardians. They're flying around doing pretty well. And then all of a sudden, you get yourself a fucking huge-looking wild ship that is significantly larger. And I just get the sense that this is Thanos being like, oh, there's a, uh Infinity Stone on board, and I'm going to take it. Yeah, and not only that, but, like, we have been seeing Thanos for 12 movies. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it, we he see did. him a lot of end credit scenes and things like that. We see him a little bit. We ha- he hasn't done a ton. Yeah, I do like the setup though. I'm okay with a nice slow burn setup. Yeah, but he better be friggin' awesome. And so also the it could be out by the time you're listening to this, but the Avengers Infinity War trailer has not been released. But you remember when they played it at one of the Comic Cons? We saw like bootleg versions of it. I did not. I refuse to see it. I refuse to see a bootleg version of it. All right, so then I won't tell you what happens, but let's just say if Thor happens to be in outer space, we already know that he's already in outer space right now. Yes. And so there's some other things you can you can tie your, your loose ends up. Will you watch it, though? You're going to watch it when it sits out, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I just refuse to see like some like shitty version on like a camera. I want to see it like... I thought there was I thought there was an off chance it could be released during Ragnarok. I do wonder if they're saving it for Star Wars or maybe they're going to kick it out somewhere in between. Maybe another Monday Night Football type thing. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I got to tell you this: the way things are going, we're going to get a trailer to announce that the trailer's coming, and then a mini trailer for the trailer. I'm excited for the trailer for the trailer. Yeah, because usually they that's, give you yeah, some good the stuff. Magic is. They give you some real good stuff that's going to be in the trailer. Yeah, or they just tell you a trailer for when you're going to see the trailer. I love that. But you don't, yeah. You just you don't always know when the real trailer is going to be, because you need yes. Yeah, so you need a video to tell you when the the video for the video is coming. Now, post credit scene, Ryan, is when you get Grandmaster. He's kind of let's just say he's sol, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's, that's uh, shit out of luck. That's not good. He's no. not in a good spot. Not in a good spot. Now you, t- I saw this movie before you did. You texted me and you said, 
what's the deal with the end credit scenes? And I said, there's a mid and a post. And my words were, mid worth watching, post is up to you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad I did. I mean, I thought I thought Goldblum was, was funny in this. So I, he was I good. didn't mind it. But it was kind of useless. He was he was kind of useless, but it was akin to the one in Homecoming with uh, um, Captain America. Captain America, I'm like great patience. You know, it didn't whatever. further any it didn't further any plot points. It was just no. kind of like that was that was fun, you know. What uh, do you have a favorite part or a least favorite part? Best worst part? Uh, I don't have like so much of a favorite part. I thought the gladiator fight was really good. I thought uh, Hela's first fight was really good. Um, I liked I just liked the interaction. I liked the comedy, like the comedy because it, it was. Guardians, I think, was surprisingly funny. Like at times where it was funny and it kind of like surprised you, it was very light, like that. But this was like constantly funny throughout. I do like Guardians comedy better, but it's a close second, and it's not like I wouldn't argue it. Like it wouldn't be like no way. Like I laughed so much harder. Like no, they were both really good. The soundtrack in Guardians also really kind of helps it make it like a cool movie. This movie, like with the colors and all the the crazy characters, I thought oh, that was really was fun. Such a cool, cool visuals, and I thought the use of the Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song, was awesome. I was just gonna ask you; and it was in my head all weekend long, and I was gonna say, did you enjoy the fact that they played it twice? Yeah, especially for those that come from the land of the ice and snow. I was like, you know, oh. true. So true story. I used to live in a house in Manchester, New Hampshire, and. Uh, one of I lived with three other guys. So it was four of us, and two guys who lived in the same room would constantly like, you know, prank each other. But like the way he would wake one guy would wake up the other guy every morning was that song. Yeah, like, Six o'clock in the morning. We don't have the copyright, so that's just me doing that sound. Yeah, it could be anything. I, I know you could. You were confused if that was Robert Plant or Rich Keefe. You were having a hard time. That was full disclosure. That was me. A little peek behind the curtain. How the podcast works. I did like so Guardians. Obviously, they would go and like the 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 music was more a part of the movie. Clearly, but in this one, it was great when they first played that at the beginning, and that went into why I thought that was like the best Thor scene. So I still go back to even that opening, just him kicking ass and then fighting all of those like creatures that were coming after him, and he's like spinning the hammer and they're playing the music, and I'm like, this is gonna be great. Like right away, I am in. And then when they brought the song back again, I was like, yes, I will double down on this song. I yeah, like this absolutely. song, and it and it fit. And so I have we no problem with that. the license for it, so let's do it again. I have, yeah. no, pro- I have no problem with that. You already spent the money. I would say, uh, like, worst part, there probably wasn't really a, a worst part. Like, there wasn't was a- one for me. There was one thing I didn't like. Oh, okay, what do you got? Scourge. I did not like Carl Urban's character. I thought he was useless. Oh, good point. Yeah, so Scourge, the executioner there. Yeah. Yeah, that was – it was kind of whatever. Like, Hella wanted to have a character there. But, yeah, he was kind of a, a, a throwaway, really. And I also, why why bring in all of the other – I guess the, the people be like, well, where were they? The other Asgardians just to kill him. Like, the all, like, Thor's buddies. Like, you, they didn't even have a line. Like, they just killed them right away. It wasn't Zachary Levi one of those guys? Yeah, and uh, Ray um, – Donovan? I, not Ray Donovan. Um, I forget. The, <laughs> oh, Stevenson. I was, I just pulled, Ray- Ray Stevenson, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just killed him. Like, he didn't even have a line. No, they were in and out. Yeah. I think they're just showing you hella. Hella, man. Woo! That is. I went out to. Anyway. Who's shaking what her mama gave her? Yeah, I would would say so. Uh, Let's see. Anything else? Thor, we hit on Hulk, Loki, Valkyrie. So, Valkyrie, I thought hit or miss. Like, certain scenes, I was like, cool. Like, I hope she's a part of the MCU going forward. Then other scenes, I was like, eh, I could really do without her. 
And I was reading all these headlines when I before I saw the movie. Obviously, that was like you know Tessa Thompson like completely steals the show in this movie. And Disagree. I was, and I, well, that's the thing. Like I think it was so her role was and this was so overhyped that first of all, like anytime Hulk's on the screen, he's stealing the show. And yeah. and Korg was Korg was awesome. I was gonna say I would have if I'm power ranking the characters for Thor Ragnarok, I would go. Thor probably won. I mean, it's his movie. He's in it the most, and he was really good. Thor won. Uh, Hela, two. Hulk, three. Eh, yeah, Hulk, three. Korg, four. Probably Loki, five. Like, I, I don't even think she was a top five character in the whole movie. I like how I also liked in this movie, I thought it was good that Loki's shit isn't like, like, no one's buying his shit anymore. They're like, okay, we know you know you're going to like. Into two and I, Thor like calls him out. He's just he's constantly throwing shit at him too, like to make sure that he's there. Like so that that is pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean I it was good. It was really it was really enjoyable. We'll have to in the future. Well, maybe we got left on the slate for MCU is we have Black Panther, which is next uh, year, like early next year, like February. Yeah. Then Avengers: Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel. The unnamed Avengers sequel. Remember, originally it was Infinity War 2. They changed that. Uh, and then they already have slated a Spider-Man sequel and a Guardians 3. So they're setting you up for that. They did a good job at sort of, you know, getting you excited for the for the next ones with the mid-credit scenes. And, and now Thor and Hulk are together and they're on the move. So they're probably going to be joining up with the Avengers pretty soon. But I'm excited. I, it was a good movie, but we'll have to rank them, you know, get our official rankings later on. Like, your tier system makes a lot of sense, but yep. to, get, to really spark some serious debate, you got to come out there with a headline like, it's not even a top 10 Marvel movie. Well, I, yeah, I think it is. But 30, it is. It is. It is for it is for show. Anything else? We both gave it a five. Anything else on Thor Ragnarok, Ryan? It's very enjoyable. See, it. it's not like any, It's it's more Guardians than it is anything else. Obviously, yes. one it, right on the nose. It takes place in like kind of like space. And to know? me, I say it's it's worse than Guardians One, better than Guardians Two. Yeah, and it's got that kind of tone. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Which no, you know, all the DC movies are like notorious for just being too heavy and too dark. And this was not that at all. It's the exact opposite. So and it was. We talk about this all the time, but it's a reason to go to the movies. Like yeah, good point. This was a like fun that. movie. Yeah, this was a fun goddamn movie had a little bit of everything that you would want in a movie did you buy tickets for justice league yet because i have not i have not i wonder if i need to i don't think you do pick of the all right ryan time for the pick of the podcast would you like to kick or receive i will receive okay so sticking with the th- the theme this week i will say i think it was my pick of the podcast uh one one time but keeping on theme if you have not read Neil Gaiman's book on Norse mythology. It's a real, actually a really quick read. And oh, nice. all he does is tell the stories that you've heard, like in all these Thor movies, uh, in a Neil Gaiman kind of style. So it's not like he goes into the history of it or whatever. He just actually tells the stories. Nice. Which is actually really cool. So you eat the, the story of how Hela went down to, uh, to be the goddess or the lord of the lordess or whatever of the dead. And you learn about Fenrir, and you learn about Ragnarok, and all that stuff. So it's actually a really and all the stories that Thor tells about Loki that he did when they were kids; those are actually in the book too. Yeah, those are in the book, and those are also there. There are different comics throughout, like when he's talking about like the snake stuff and some of the other little stories that he brought up. Like those are all nice little throwbacks to 
different things that happen to Thor. So that is pretty cool. No, but yeah, but those yeah, and those actually are from mythology. And oh right, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> it was what I meant. Good stuff all around. My pick of the podcast. Uh, Ryan and I both are on the most recent episode of the Boxers podcast. And uh, they were asking for. Just a couple of minute thought on Batman v Superman. I guess Batman v Superman is back in the red box. So uh, the two of us and Goo from the Mac and Goo podcast all weighed in. Uh, spoiler, none of us liked it. And so we uh, tell you why. So check out the most recent episode of the Boxers podcast. Also, we don't have time to get to it, but I just want to let Marcus know, hopefully Marcus is listening, that he emailed us sort of a uh, response to episode seven from Stranger Things. So I think maybe next week I will read it, and we'll do it at the end. So if people are still behind on Stranger Things, I don't want to spoil it. But he was not a huge fan of Episode 7, I'll <laughs> suffice it to say. And so he wrote a letter uh, basically to the Duffer Brothers, but I will read it uh, next week. Uh, speaking of next week, Ryan, it is Rhode Island Comic Con, and it's actually a good news, bad news scenario. The bad news is Davey cannot go to Comic Con. The, the good news, though, Ryan is I'm going to interview a bunch of people, hopefully, and then when I play the audio next week, you won't have heard it, so I can I can ask you questions on what you think they may say, and you can make predictions and things like that. Oh, that would be so fun. And you're going with Comic Buck Guy. Comic Buck Guy will be there as well, so I won't be just walking around uh, you know, solo. But if you see me, I'll be wearing the hashtag dork t-shirt, so uh, come say hello. Plugs, Ryan. Let's plug some stuff. What do you got? Let's plug some stuff. Like, what do I got right now? Let's see. Well, I'm going to steal your thunder right now. Mm-hmm. Instead of buying a goddamn T-shirt, just buy a goddamn hoodie. We made goddamn hoodies. And I, I'm thinking, so the T-shirts that we had made at represent.com, uh, we we got them. They're fine. Like, I, they're not the most comfortable T-shirt. They get the job done. Like, the, the print looks good. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, before I make extra T-shirts, I want to see if they've changed some of the materials and things like that. Because yeah. I think it'd be fun to make, you know, a Davies Video Game Minute shirt, a whatever the whatever the fuck we come up with. Like, you know, where to? We'll get you some dry fits. Where to the gym? I'm not all about that heavyweight cotton. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know if they have dry fit there, but we'll we'll it's kick crazy. something. But Goo has told me, so I'm going to blame Goo if you don't like it. But Goo said the sweatshirts are pretty good, so we made a hashtag dork, uh, dork sweatshirt. So just in time for the winter season. So buy yourself a goddamn dork sweatshirt represent.com if you just search dork it's you'll see the t-shirt you'll see the the hoodie on there as well of course itunes you know what after our stranger things episode we jumped back into the top 200 for like a hot second and then we then we fell right out but we're gonna go right but we're back but and thank you that's for you guys subscribing that's you guys uh listening to the podcast for writing reviews we've been getting a few more reviews on there so if you do that much appreciated for that that is really cool. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, and you can uh, hit us up on Twitter, at dorkpodcast, at rvond. You're also on the Twitch as well, Ryan? Yeah, I, I haven't been doing as much of that as I could. Like you said, I've been buried. You've been swamped. You know, I've, it's I've, un- been up to the, I've been up to my sack in video games. <laughs> That's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. So, Richard, I, as always, I, as I am wont to do, I'll leave you with a little thing. As you Thank can you. tell right now, um, I'm a little hoss. Right now, I was yeah, gonna say something yelling, earlier, yeah, but yeah, uh, and um, I I don't have a full blown cold, but like this is as sick as I get, and you know, goo was all over me. He was under the weather for a really long time, yeah. And I just want to tell you, you know, when you get up in the morning, I know you go right for the coffee as we all do. Sure, have a glass of orange juice. Get your vitamin C. Good point. Yeah, Boost that immune system. Right. You know what I mean. Take an airborne. You feel great. I like an airborne. 
Yeah, you do. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. So you're you're in for bit your big orange juice guy now. You know, just you know, if you're feeling a little, you know, heck, you're feeling a little under the weather. You know, have some orange. Juice. If your fucking throat is scratchy, mix it in orange juice. Is what you're Get saying. Get yourself some citrus. All right. Thank you, Ryan.